Cass. Cass. Hotter? Cass. Where are you? Come into the kitchen, Cass. Okay. Come into the kitchen. Well, are you invisible or something? No, just come into the kitchen, Cass. I am in. This, this, no, you gotta come into the kitchen. <laughs> this is this is gonna be the most epic thing you've ever seen in your life. Okay, I'm here. Where are you? Look on the counter, Cass. What? All I. It, wait a minute. What is that? Is that a hash brown? Flip the hash brown over, Cass. Well, wait a minute. Just no, is over. this is this some sort of trick or something? Did you this like rub the hash brown on your ass or something? Isn't a, this isn't it. This is the furthest thing from a trick, Cass. I did not rub it on my ass. I flip over the hash brown, Cass. Just do it. Flip it over. Uh, this better be worth the payoff. Flip it over. Flip it over. Boom! Big payoff. I'm a hash brown. What the hell? How did you didn't see that coming? Did you? Why would you? I don't get it. Why would you turn yourself into a hash brown? Uh, because I can and I did. Jeez. Because I like hash browns. Oh, jeez. I don't get what the big deal is. I mean, I'm just oh. a hash brown. It's not a big deal at all. How are we going to record podcasts now? Well, uh, I didn't really think that through very well, but uh, you'll have to set up everything and position me in front of the microphone and tilt the microphone down. Uh-oh. Uh, and, oh, God. Okay. Here comes a fat guy. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. 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 Go away. <laughs> no, I know I know. fat people think I'm food, but I'm not. I'm not Please, go away. Go away. <laughs> I turn myself into a hash brown cast. <laughs> I'm hash brown hotter. The following is a pot of beer production. Explosions make things sound cooler. Anyway. Tangents initiated. Don't you bro no more. In a world where two ordinary gamers team up to fight the forces of boredom. This is their podcast and this is their story. What's up everybody? I'm Hash Brown Hotter. And I'm Casador Killing Jones. And this is Two Guys in a Game! So TJ, um, what's up with this hash brown fetish you have? Um, so 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 basically to to fill everybody in, I am now hash brown hotter because I just got back from a uh, weekend away up at uh, Dark Runner's uh, Cottage Arena with uh, actually a few members of the uh, Podbeard Network. Shouts to uh, my boy Prog Rocker and of course the producer. Uh, the heel from Mike's and Beers. And Kazor Jones was not Kazor invited. Kazor Jones was not invited. Um, <laughs> like, oh, shit. He's going to hold this against us forever. He's literally... Dark Run, if you're listening next year, we got to invite Kazor Jones. It's okay. I won't be able to come. I'm too busy working. Uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. I basically was just like, listen, I'm going and that's that. No, but so when we were there, um, everyone had a meal that they were making, right? Right, right? So for breakfast the one morning... Someone made an overabundance of hash browns. Like there were so many hash browns, and I was so happy because I love hash browns. Yeah, who so doesn't love potatoes? There, so I was sitting there just eating hash browns, like and throughout the day. Well, it was more just the morning, I guess. But like throughout the day, even like I'd go up swimming, and I came back, and like I was like, hey, TJ, want some hash browns? And like it was this big joke because like as I was drinking, I got more excited about the hash browns. You should have a song for it now. Eating hash browns, eating up some hash browns. I take some hash browns and I eating up those hash browns. Just give me hash browns, hash browns, hash browns, hash browns, hash browns, hash browns. And then you go, North New York. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the last time I got the hash browns, I took like three of them. And that was the, that was the last of the plate. The last of like, that, 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 that's a movie. It's a mouth. movie trilogy now. It's called the last Hotter and the Hash Brown. And then Hotter and the Hash Brown 2, more hash browns. And then the last one is called Hotter and the Last of the Hash Browns. Oh my God. And it's all about you just trying to get that last hash brown. It's No, but like, so like the, when, I took, when I took the last hash brown... I was like, ah, oh, hash brown hotter. And the, they thought it was fucking hilarious. So I was like, we got to do the hash really, brown skit. This really dramatic, really dramatic trailer for the third, the last movie. My name is Hotter. I'm searching for a righteous I'm hash British brown. <laughs> Where's the hash brown? We call them grits over here. Where's my grits? I don't think that's true. Where's I'm pretty the sure grits? they're just called hash browns still, but whatever you call it. Or they're called like home fries somewhere else. or You know, you know whatever. I don't know what the hell they are. I really don't I'm, know. I'm just a hero looking for my hash brown. Turns All around right, the corner. There's a McDonald's. Over here, there's old abandoned McDonald's. <sighs> TJ walks in. All of a sudden, it's like, freeze, dirtbag. I'm just looking for a hash brown. There's no hash browns for you here. I think you're wrong, mate. 
I've got quite the nice pair down under. Dun, dun, dun. And then it just cuts all I this love, crazy I, action I, I scenes. I love the slow mo noise. And then it just cuts all the action scenes. It's like, dun, 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 dun. and then it shows me, and I'm there, and I've got like a medan over my face. I'm like, Hunter, if we're going to get that last Ash Brown, we got to pick it up a bit. Don't worry, Kaz, I know. Oh, sorry, don't worry, Kazeth. I know. <laughs> But, but, and the other best part about the weekend was that for mo- like 90% of the weekend I had an Australian accent oh yeah because when I get drunk I have an Australian accent nice, so it's just stuck when no, I get drunk I have a Jamaican nice, accent mate. buddy nice, mate. Oh, buddy fuck my I got fucked fucking fuck the all weekend basically all I said was talked in random Australian how do you accents. do you, how, what's, what channels your inner Australian accent I, beer just beer so Straight you don't have beer. like a character like no. okay so like you I know mean, how I, I do mean, my characters I, I pretend to be um, all of the Australian people I know. Okay, yeah. So like that's like me. Like, see, I can't do an Australian accent just by thinking of it. Like, I can be like, "Oh, good day, mate." But like, then oh, if I channel day, a character like Mad Max, where I'm like, "No, I'm searching for a righteous cause. Let's put some shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Let's put some shrimp on the barbie." Hugh Jackman's my best friend. You know, like I can't. <laughs> but like, you have to channel a character in order to do it, right? Like, I can't just like do an accent. Yeah, I just pretend to be like. All the Australian people I know. That's why that one accent that that's we can never nail, but we can get the cadence of, you know who we're talking about? Yes. That's why I'll never get it, because that is like six accents merged into one. It's can't its own it. accent. Some we know who has a really cool accent, we can't do it. And I hate it. It, it is the biggest issue, buddy. Oh, it's the biggest issue in my life right now. Oh, see, I can't even do it. Cause I just, that's not ah, even remotely close. I can't even do it. It's so frustrating. Not, it As a guy who does voices, and I can't do vo- a voice... It is really irritating. But I can do Gilbert Godfrey just fine. And I'm a gay alien. And I'm a gay alien. You know what, Steve? No. It's not acceptable. It's just not acceptable, Steve. Uh, Bad Steve. Bad hotter. Bad hotter. Stay away from those hash browns that go right to your thighs. They do. I probably gained like 30 pounds. You know how much beer I drank this past weekend, dude? Dude, I drank not as much beer beer. as I drank this weekend. I drank more this past weekend than I probably drank in my entire life. That's good. Like you should have seen the bags of empties that we had to get rid of. That's that's really healthy. So much fucking beer. Oh my god. I drank so much moose head. Anyway. So what's new? Um well, <laughs> that's n- your new moose, moose head, head hotter hash brown. I'm moose head hotter. Uh nothing really too exciting other than that. Um what about you? Well you just well, I mean like what's new exciting is you just basically got up after we had a nice conversation before the podcast and took a shit. So that yeah, was pretty that cool. was pretty cute. You were just like, Yeah, so this conversation's really been, you know, bowel it's moving. It's gone straight to my ass. I got bowel go moving. So I was uh, like, Wow, okay. Uh, I gotta take a shit. So you're, basically our conversations trigger you shit. Okay. Apparently <laughs> if you if you talk too much, I shit. <laughs> Which is good. I'm like a natural laxative. I like that. So what's new? Casdor laxative Jones. With me. No, that's not that. um uh you know. No. No. Just nothing. You know what? It's summer. I'm working all the time. I'm busy. I changed a light bulb. That's pretty much the highlight of my week. Uh, I put changing a light bulb in my room. That's pretty off for a week. I put that off for a fucking week because I was just like, you know what? How do you need light? I don't want, I don't need light. I can live. And then I got home, what was it, the night before at like 11 o'clock and I go to my room and I hit the switch and I'm just like, Fuck. Fuck, I haven't been on a night Get shift in over a week. So I literally, the next morning I woke up, I changed my light bulb, and I'm just like, okay, great, fantastic. What else What else did I do? Um, I got to, I, I actually had this really intimate moment with my dogs the other night. I got, so my, my whole family was gone, and my dogs sleep in my parents' bed. So my mom was like, oh, the puppy needs to sleep in the bed. So you, but he'll only go in the bed if someone's in the bed with him. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So I go in the bed and both my dogs literally snuggled up right beside me. I've had, that was the best sleep I've had in like six months. Really? Oh my gosh. And then, and, and I woke up because one of them kicked me in the face. And then the second I wake Kick up, the they face. both see my eyes open and they're looking at me like, oh my God, he's up. He's up. That means we're up. Let's go. I'm just like, no, better not be seven o'clock in the morning, guys. Go check my phone. It's like 7.05. I'm like, fuck you guys. So I hate you. I hate you with a passion. I'm looking for a My parents' course. bed is like the most comfortable bed in the universe. Like, well, it's made of that purple stuff. You've you seen the purple? Purple stuff. <laughs> no, have you never seen it? One. Yeah, it's like it's like this new technology that they developed where it's like above memory foam. Uh, so, but yeah, anyways, it's it's really comfy. So yeah, that's that's basically been my my update. Sorry, well, that's pretty freaking sweet. Tangent number five. Tangent number seventy three. <laughs> Tangent 76. Let's put a tangent compilation together. Tangent 76. Speaking of 76, 
What a horrible fucking transition that was. So have you heard about... I wanted to talk about this on the show because I feel that I, I, Bethesda needs a little bit of defending and explaining right now. Okay. Because they're getting eaten alive so right now. So you want to become a lawyer for Bethesda, is what you're saying? Basically, yes. Lawyer hotter. Um, you, you come heard, into this courtroom. Have you heard about what happened? No. So basically, to give you the quick... I, I'm using um, Polygon.com as kind of my base for this because they've been covering it. Um, Fighting Polygon team. Pretty much. So basically what happened is a new a story came out, um, I think it was early last week, and all it really was was Bethesda blocks resale of a secondhand game. <gasps> wait, wait, what secondhand game? Um, it was a copy of The Evil Within too. Why did they block it? So, so this is this is where the story is getting I'm confused. Wait, how did they the block it? Let game? me Let me explain. So basically what happened was there was a guy. Um, it's always a guy. Philadelphia-based uh, Ryan Hupp, who was selling his copy of The Evil Within 2 that was sealed and had never been unwrapped or anything. Okay. He was selling it on the Amazon Marketplace mm. as a new game. Mm. Bethesda then basically sent him information saying that he needed to take it down, threatening legal action saying that it was not being sold by an authorized reseller, and therefore it was unlawful. Bethesda also took issue with Hub's use of the word new in selling the unwrapped claim, claiming that this is false advertising. So Hub basically contacted Polygon and was like, this is bullshit. Bethesda's trying to block the resale of used games. Um... And so the internet community has been up in arms about it. They've been like, this is fucking bullshit at this. Okay, thing. yeah. So yeah, so I can see where it comes into that standpoint, but also dealing with that kind of stuff. One, is it true or false? That this actually happened? Yeah, like oh, so it is do very we know true. is there like proof? It is very, is there oh, pictures? Yeah, oh, yeah, Does true. he have the emails? Like if he it's has very it, true. then okay, you know what? That is bullshit. That's not fair. But like the thing then is, I can is see there's, some, there's there's Bethesda's side. Then I can see Bethesda's yeah. side of it. Like I get it. Okay, you know what? That's their game. If it is sealed and it is brand new, then you know that's fine. But it's technically not brand new. Just because it's sealed doesn't mean it's brand new. It's still used. Yes. You purchased it. Once you pur- once you take a car off the lot, it's no longer new. Exactly. You can, the resale value drops. Can't say it's Boom. new. So you buy something, yeah, sure, it's still you the packaging, say like but new. people can repackage games. Yes, it's not like you can't cellophane wrap something. So Bethesda, so Polygon contacted Bethesda, and this has been updated. Okay. So instead of people asking Bethesda what actually happened, this is the exact statement from Bethesda, and I quote: "Bethesda does not and will not block the sale of pre-owned games." It's not going to happen. They're not going to start doing this. Yeah. The issue in this case is that the seller offered a pre-owned game as new on the Amazon marketplace. Yeah. There's a lot which of tech- And this article goes into huge detail about why that's not allowed. And it's not. If you look at... You can't say it's a new... If you're... He's not an authorized seller. Yeah. We do not allow non-authorized resellers to represent what they sell as new because we can't ger- verify that the game hasn't been opened and repackaged. This is how we help protect buyers from fraud and ensure our customers always receive authentic new product with all the enclosed materials and warranty intact. In this case, if the game had been listed as pre-owned, this would not have been an issue. And they, you can still sell a pre-owned game and say it's sealed in the thing. And, and you the can value say it's, will- it's sealed, but it, it's pre-owned. So I, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't check on this until this morning and I was ready to go off on Bethesda and I am so freaking glad I did. I looked it up again and read more on the show because I was going to not be a good journalist mm. and just talk shit because I understand why they did it. Yeah. That's that's illegal. It's that's justifiable. It's justifiable. 100% it is. Yeah. And for the people that are still saying that Bethesda fucked up, I'm sorry, but you're, you're wrong because as you're someone wrong. who was in an industry that sold, we made our money usually off of used guitars. Mm-hmm. So if we got a guitar in, I can give you a perfect example. This is off topic, guys, but still kind of on topic. Um, <clears throat> I got a guitar in once from a guy. He bought it brand new from Law McQuaid the day before. Mm-hmm. But it was a final sale like guitar. Like he couldn't return it. You can't. Re- okay, yeah. He could not return no it. Refunds full, no refunds allowed. No refund. Final sale. He got an amazing deal on it. <clears throat> so he comes to me mm-hmm. and he says, I bought this guitar he bought it for his kid or something. My kid absolutely hates it. He can't, he, it's not even remotely what he wanted. I really made a fucking mistake. Can you help me? Like, can I, can I sell this to you and try and make a bit of my money back? And you were like, I'm sorry, I hate your kid. 
Well, I was like, okay, so it is a like new guitar. Yeah. So I look at it and I go, okay, it's brand, it's brand new. Mm-hmm. Still has the seat, uh, the plastic on it. It's like a brand new guitar. Mm-hmm. And this was very early in my career as working at the store. So I said, okay, yeah, sure, no problem. I will. I'll. I gave him a really good price on it, but I still was able to make money. He didn't get all his money back, but he get, got most of it. And I put it up on the wall, and I said, like new. And I still had the wrap on and everything, and like you know, I said like, but the way I put it on the tag is I thought I was being really smart. Because I said, like, like, new. And I put new in big bulging letters. So it was almost like you were like, oh, new. Oh, okay. And I priced it pretty much at list price for the guitar. Not quite. It was still a couple hundred bucks less. Yeah. And basically, like, my boss came in. And he was like, dude, what are you doing? You can't advertise it like that. I'm like, why? He's like, well, like, it's technically illegal. You can't, like, when, when you're selling something that's used, even if you're selling it for, if you list it at the price of a new game, I mean, obviously, I was going to handle down. That was the whole point. Mm. That's the, that's his business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the resale community and what have you, in the guitar community. This guitar is twelve hundred dollars. I give you twenty for it. Deal. Well, it's like if you put up a guitar that's used for four hundred dollars in a store, especially a small store. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you're going to guy, hey man, let's do business. I'll give you three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, okay, let's do business. Yeah. And <laughs> so I was like, okay, but my point is, it, you can. There is legal things for this like you can't we were a legal resell business so we were able to do that technically and get away with it but technically is the god it's, it's not it's it's not still not a great thing to do mm-hmm. so all bethesda is saying at this is that they do not want their customers to buy what they think is a new game yes if an unexperienced person goes and buys this game they take it home they pull it out of the disc and let's say there's a warranty issue yeah, and also, you know, the other thing is, too, like, even when you buy something, there's still, like, a bunch of legal stuff that goes along with that. Like, you got to think about it, like, but that's still Bethesda's property. Yes, you've purchased Absolutely. their property, but, like, it's like it's like my iPhone. Like, I've purchased my iPhone, but the freaking terms of use and agreement for mm-hmm. freaking the thing, they could, like, you don't know what they're putting in there, and people don't read that shit, so they could be like, yeah, your firstborn yeah. child belongs to us if we so choose. And then, and all then of you a sudden, can be like, oh, well, I bought it used, you know? Well, I bought my firstborn child used, so. Well, then it's like, it, but, like, I, I agree so much with more of the warranty thing than anything. Yes. Or let's say, okay, here's another example of that. Let's say that the game came with a code for something. Yes. Downloadable content that Del you purchase C. extra. Dell C. DLC. Anyway. <laughs> and let's say that this, let's say a kid buys Evil Within 2 from this guy. Yeah. Get, kid, don't buy it. He's though. all it's excited. It's very scary. Really, well, I mean, it's a yeah, horror game. For sure. But yeah. let's just say he gets home and he's all, oh, our parent buys it for... Their teenager on their Christmas parent buys it for their infant. Yep. Yeah, someone who's let's just say it's someone who's not very experienced with yes. how the used thing works. They get home, they pay extra for this game because they think they're gonna get the code. They go in and there's an issue with the code. They contact Bethesda and say, "Yo, there's an issue with this code." Because is there a chance that the game's gonna be scratched? This not gonna work. No, that's not. That's not gonna happen. Right. But the code that could happen. They open up and they say, "Hey, Bethesda, what the hell?" And then Bethesda goes, they type in their system and they go, "Uh." That game was purchased like four months ago, and it was en- and this code and, was entered. And so, well, even, let's say even if the code wasn't entered, they could go, okay, the code was never entered, but the game was purchased. Where did you get it? Oh, I got it from this guy in Amazon Marketplace. That he said it was a new game. You got it from this guy in the back alley. He said if I gave him a blowjob, he'd give me the game. Well, he said, he said, if he I said I it was brand new, him. and so was his dick. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're, trying, we're having like this really serious conversation. The next thing you know, it's about blowjobs. It's called time for a tangent. Ha <laughs> ha. Time for a tangent, motherfucker. No, but like, so I totally get what they're saying. All yeah. they're, all they're, at the end of the day, all they're trying to do is protect their fan base and their buyer base. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that, guys. So anyone out there who maybe didn't know that that was the reason, I hope that you now understand where Bethesda is coming from. I hope you understand gaming politics is serious and we take it very seriously yeah. here. Well, I, know, I just, I, when I see... When I see something like that happening, I, I go to myself and go, okay, look, like, yeah, we, we are a small voice in the community, obviously. You're an SGW, in, is what yeah, you're saying. Pretty a much. social gaming warrior. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm the opposite of it, because you're not going to hear me be like, oh, man, uh, Bethesda, oh, because people oh, are Nintendo literally talking really shit. really fucked up on this one. They made a DLC for Zelda. <laughs> oh, they really fucked that up. Oh. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I saw that, and I was like really passionate about it. 
like last night, I was like, we got it. Or this morning, Passion too. of the I was TJ. Like, we, got, we got it. I was like, yo, Kaz. And, and then you hadn't heard about it. So I was like, no, we got to talk about this for sure. And you guys let me know what you think on the Twitter and all that stuff. Let us know because I'd like to hear you guys' thoughts on it. Do you think it's right? it was right for Bethesda to step in and say something and send this guy legal documents with numbers to call and all this shit saying that, look, you can't do this. You cannot. Because the guy's apparently pissed about it. Because he's like, so what? I... Because I used the wrong wording, you're threatening to fucking sue me, basically. You're threatening to take legal action. Which, it wouldn't have come to that. I'm sure Bethesda wouldn't have actually done that. No, they're just but giving they, you a warning. But they have to. Yeah. It's legal. Like it's, You're getting into the legal system. And it of, could fuck them over yeah. royally in the end. And that's a big company. At the, they, end of the, yeah, the end of the and day. And we want Skyrim 6. So Fucking right we do. I want Skyrim 6.2. I want 6. Skyrim 2. 6 bad. I want the Skyrim The Elder 2. Skyrim 6. Skyrim... Super edition. Super Skyrim edition. Super Ultra Mega Definitive Super Ultra Mega Remastered. Skyrim, Skyrim Morrowind edition. And it doesn't. It can be any edition. It, it just. I just want that Skyrim Six. That's all. The Elder Skyrim. The Elder Skyrim. I don't know. I just. I. I was really passionate about it. I was like, no, I want to talk about this. Like, guys, let me know what you think. Let me know if you think Bethesda was still in the wrong. Maybe they could have went about it a different way. They could have just contacted up, the guy. Showed up to like, the guy's yeah. house in black suits. Come with us. Come with us if you want to live. Is this your copy of The Evil Within 2? Uh-huh. Yeah. Gas him. Not anymore, it's not. I don't know. Men in I, black him. I don't know. I just I just thought that that I, I wanted to comment on it because I, I think that uh, you know we, we, we have we have a voice in the community and Bethesda is kind of being wronged right now, in my opinion. But it's my opinion. Yep. So you you agree with me? You, you think you think that, that it's I never agree with you. I know. No, I'm like, just yeah, no, I I uh I think I think Bethesda's not in the wrong. No, for sure. I I can't be mad at at, at the the gaming company that has brought me endless hours of joy. If they mm-hmm. wanted to sue me, I would just be like, okay, sue me. Well, that being said, too, like let let's say that that they were in the wrong. I love Bethesda as a company because again, they brought me so much joy in life. But even if that was the case and they were still in the wrong, I would still say like, no, like I'm sorry, Bethesda, you're in the wrong here. Yeah, but they're not. This was a one-time thing. Yeah. And if people keep... And this is an issue that I feel like it's going to keep being an issue because I I mean, how I know a guy, I'm not going to name him, but he buys two or three copies of games because he gets them at a discounted price and mm-hmm. he sells them like they're brand new all the time. Yeah. But he sells them and says in the thing, pre-owned like new. So he's not saying, but it's, it's a new game. Yeah. All you have to say is pre-owned, unopened, boom, there you go. You're done. The second someone here is unopened and it's pre-owned, they're not going to care. Yeah. They'll you pay don't have to say bucks, brand new. You, know? you yeah. just say pre-owned, unopened. I know a few guys actually who do that. They buy them. Let's say the game's $80. They'll get it for like 70 and then they'll sell it for 80 bucks cash, and they're laughing. Yeah, exactly. You know, Is it right? Well, it's not. That's my opinion. I don't really care. It's Some just bartering. Like, oh, it's a yeah. barter system. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. They have a really high barter system. I don't know. But anyway... So we are uh, we, we have some, some, some cool stuff to talk about here today. On top of that, uh, I'm really excited to talk about our main topic here today with Mr. Castro Jones. But before we get into that, because, you know, we, you, as you guys know, we always like to talk about what we're playing. And our main topic today is what Kaz is playing. And I'm really freaking excited about this because this is a segment I've been wanting to do for a while. You guys heard about it last week with our talk with Mr. Dark Runner on what exactly he's going to be talking about. Mr. Bark Runner. Mr. Bark Dunner. He's the that's the green version of Dark Runner. Bark Runner. Bark Runner. We all have to come up. So with, is he a dog? Uh, no, like I mean, like you know, like bark on a tree. Ah. Uh, we're gonna come up with eco-friendly names. He, like you're gonna be runner. Hedger instead of Hotter. You can be Hedger. I mean, I do hedging a lot. Like, because so. you're a hedge, and I will be... <laughs> I love how you guys couldn't see that, but he just did a little clippy thing with his fingers. He was like, you're the hedge. The hedge. Actually, wait a minute. That's a new That's a new villain for the lawnmower and weed whacker. I thought they were dead. The hedge. Wait, they're dead? Oh, but you, you said that you, 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 you want to do it anymore. Yeah, we'll get it. No, no, it's not. No, once you come up with an idea, you just, you don't overplay it. You just, you know... When you get when you get a royal flush, you know you just yeah. We we, we did get pretty heavy into it for a while there. Yeah, yeah. We, we were like building a franchise. We'll yeah. get back. We'll get yeah. ah, da, 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 so the da, hedge da. and the fence will work together. The hedge and the fence. <sighs> oh yeah, we haven't debuted the fence on the show. <laughs> we have that skit still. Yeah, that's true. I want to bring that up, but we, we need to like oh, do a full recording. And then the hedge will be like, "Hi, I am the hedge. I am the hedge. What do you do? Well, uh, I I stand behind the fence and make them look a little more pretty." I don't need. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. 
Anyways, yeah. So, so what are you playing? Uh, so I'm as you guys know, I'm very boring. And I basically just play the same games over and over again. And no, you're not bullshit. boring. No. Kaz is currently rolling his eyes. Uh, so last week, I talked briefly about how I was playing Skyrim again for like the thousandth time. I got really sick of that really quick. I, I I tried playing it with mods. It's fun. I don't know what it is. It's fun. About me fun. and my PS4. Oh, okay. But for some reason, anytime I play with mods on any game... I seem to have either I have issues or, or I just don't enjoy it that much. Hmm. My my one Skyrim playthrough I'm playing through as an Argonian hunter. Okay. Sits on rock. Okay. He is not the hero that Skyrim deserves or he's, wants. He's a But hero. he's the hero they're going to get. <laughs> he is but a simple hunter. Shout to the heel. Uh, yeah, I, I always had um, characters starting in like Morrowind okay. that I've like always made. Yeah, I always made. I had my Nord, who was Harkin. Don't ask why. He was a soldier, and then I always had my main character, who always changed his names. He was an Imperial, mm-hmm. and then I always had like a couple other ones. I always had Jafar, who was my uh, my dark elf assassin of the Brotherhood. I always had my thief chick, who always had random different names, and then I always had my uh, my simple humble uh, Argonian hunter, who his name has changed, but once I realized I could name him because I, I found the character. And Moro in one Twitter really sp- it was an Argonian, and their their name was like Stand by Water or something. I can't remember what it was, it, it, but it was like Stand hyphen by hyphen something. Okay. You know? And they, I think they were kind of a joke character, but I saw that and I was like the fact that Bethesda put that there in their freaking game. Yeah, I was like, okay, it's done. So I was, I think I was with my buddy. I was with you. you haven't met Ryan yet, have you? The heel. I uh, know you need to. We're gonna have him on the show soon. Okay, he, he, you you guys are gonna get along so well. It's gonna be so awesome. Anyway, my co-host on Mike's Bears. Okay, so we were hanging out the one day, and I, th- I think for some reason I was I was playing Skyrim, and I was like, oh, I need to name my Argonian, and like he was like, oh, like you gotta think of a name, and like we found that character, and I was like, the one day I, I named him something stupid, and then like I'm like sitting, I'm like standing on a rock trying to fish or something, like look for fish or something. And I was like, oh, he's, he's standing on a rock. He stands on rock. And then I, I like, so I like remade the character because it, it popped Woody so bad. He, he was like dying laughing. He was like, who the fuck would name the character that? I'm like, me. But as I put in stands, it auto-corrected to sits. Oh. And I was like, sits on rock, done. He is but a simple hunter. So I have my, I have like all these like different, so basically just I'm playing through Skyrim as a hunter. Just okay. All I do is hunting. But that's that. That's I kind of stopped playing that after last week because I, I got bored of it. But what I did do was I started playing Fallout Four again. Are you bored of that yet? Uh, no, actually, because what I discovered, and I never really used the Creation Club that much. Okay. Because I was just like, you know, what I'm not really into it. Like I just because I, I, I'm not into mods that much because I like the idea of just playing the game the way it was designed to be played. Yeah, I don't that's know. understandable. I'm, I'm that. That's understandable. But what I didn't know about, and also it cancels out trophies. Yeah. Which I freaking hate because I want to get the trophies, even though I have all of them for Fall 4. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do Creation Club because I thought they were like, they counted as mods. Mm-hmm. Why does no one they don't? It just counts like downloadable content. Mm-hmm. So I slowly started getting into that and I just, I don't know, I started playing through as my main guy who's like level 65 now and he's like, I've done everything you can possibly do in the game. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I just, I don't know, I started playing through it and then I have like all my different playthroughs. Right. And I have all my different homes and everything. And yep. so I just, I don't know, I got back into it and I started playing through with all my different characters. And I'm like, man, like I have so many different, I put so many hours into each character and they're like, they're settlements, you know? Yeah. I have my, I have my main guy who has his, his one. If you guys are interested in seeing my compound I built, I spent way too much time building this thing up. Like way too much time. It's like me in my game where I have like a room just dedicated to all my power armor and it's yeah. just like, it looks like Iron Man's lair. Like, I, I did something similar with my one I guy. I just had them all there. See, because I never use power armor that much. But with my main guy, if you guys go on the Harder Show YouTube channel, um, back when Harder Plays was a thing before I, we did this podcast, mm-hmm. I actually did um, a video showing off my compound. Uh, so that was interesting. But um, all my different, because I have my main guy who's like, uh, it's he's like, I call him like a guardian. Because he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Then I have the scourge, the scourge of the wasteland, who is my my one evil guy, who uses heavy machinery. But I made Hangman's Alley like my compound. Okay, and it's just so freaking cool. And like I have my um my Brotherhood of Steel guy, who is like this badass. Who like I built like a tower, 
And then I have uh, like my um, my more banditty type person. Your raider a, type. Yeah, my raider who has a complex like way the fuck up north where no one ever goes. <laughs> right in I, that right where the nuclear bomb dropped. Yeah, in and Boston. The, and then I have um, my uh, like my trader person who like I just have. Um, Sanctuary Hills is like the base of operations. All I have is a trader. Yeah. And that's like where that's where I built my base. Yeah. And that's See, and I did that too with my main playthrough. Yeah. I want to show you all my all my like compounds and stuff. Because I have mm-hmm. so many. And then I, I think there's one more I can't think You're of. You're going right to love now. Fallout 76, aren't you? Oh, dude. I, I will, but I'm also really bummed out about it because I just... I want to... Um, I don't want it to be online all the time. And I don't want to spend all these hours building something up. And then have some jackass who just comes on the server show up and destroy it all when I'm not there. You know, like just to me, like I'm like that's not fun. Like that's stupid. So I'm really bummed out about that. I'm really hoping you can have private servers. I'm like as stupid as some people. Like, oh, that's stupid. You should have that choice. Yeah. I and I really hope that they do because I think they will. Because then, I mean, I would still invite. I'd invite everybody to it. Mm-hmm. I know at least, and I'd be like, look. Then if you guys want to do that, that's different to me. <laughs> Because at least I know, and I'll be like, yo, you fucking dick. Like, why would you do that? Or I'd say, okay, Podbeard Studios is off limits. No one can destroy Podbeard Studios. Everything else is fair game. <laughs> I just make it a rule. I'm like, if you get I will kick you off this fucking server. Pretty much. And I will kick you out of my life. But yeah, so I've been playing the fuck out of Fall, Fallout 4. And also, I haven't played WWE 2K18 again. Because mm-hmm. why not? Playing online acts a little bit. Because when you can't I'm, afford new games, you just play your old ones. Yes. And I haven't, I haven't made it to a... a a used game store recently to buy some new used games. So we need to do that soon. Yeah, we do. I think Brandon was saying that he wanted to come too. So yeah, we, we should, we should, we should trek up to Iceman games or something. Or, uh, or you, I know it's a long way, but we need, we, we should find a Chumley's Chumley's is the, yeah, that'd be cool too. Friggin' video game stores. Like they're so good and they have, they like, oh, yeah. And if I walk in there and they have Pokemon Coliseum, I'm still looking for that game for you too. Like I always keep my eye out for it. Well, I can buy it on Amazon if I want to spend like a thousand dollars. So yeah, but I've been looking on eBay too for you. I've been keeping an eye on on eBay for it. Yeah, because now that I have all, there's no more games I'm like looking for. I have all of them. Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah. that's like that's like me. Like there's no more games I want remastered because like I have all. Of them. But the, like, but there are games that you still want to find. Yes. One the, is Pokemon Coliseum one of the only ones left? Um, I have all the well, ones. Well, I got I Luigi's Mansion with you the one day, which was yes. perfect. And like, I've I've always wanted to own it. And I, when I got it, I was like, yeah. And then I still want to own Mario Sunshine, even though it's like, meh. Like, it's not my favorite Mario game, but I still want to own it because of the nostalgia. And it is. Yeah. It's so. It's a very difficult Mario game. So I would like to do that. And like, um, and actually like fully mastering Odyssey, like I have. Odyssey has become one of my favorite. Mario games, and I'm actually at the final, final level, like the actual final level, and it's the hardest level you will ever play. Um, I maybe I've talked about it on here. Yeah, I, I think I, yeah, yeah, we've but talked like, about it. Honestly, it's just like it's so difficult, and I haven't beaten it. And I, but like, I realize how good it makes you at a Mario game, so I really want to try and get Mario Sunshine. Um, there are a lot of GameCube games that I do want to acquire, like. Pokemon Channel. Did you ever play that? Have you ever seen that game? Yes. Where Pikachu comes into your house. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And then you're just like buddies with Pikachu and everything. It's like, hey, you Pikachu, except it's better. And you just watch TV and stuff with your Pikachu. So I kind of want to get that game. And there's just, yeah, there's, like I said, there's just a couple out there that um, I want to own. So, but I, for the most part, I've got most of my games. And, and, and a big one for me is like owning the Paper Mario games is like the best feeling in the world because they're the rarest games. Like not Thousand Year Door. You can pick up Thousand Year Door like anywhere. But, Paper Mario. The original classic. Paper Mario is a hard game to yeah, find. Owning that cartridge is like the you best can find thing. it, but it's like and it's expensive you know. though if you find it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, and you can also buy it on pretty much like mm-hmm. any of the Wii consoles. So. I did just realize I lied. There is one more game I still really want, but I know I can. I know it's easy to find. I just haven't found it yet. Aiden Chronicles is the first mage too. A Y D N Chronicles. Oh, sorry, Aiden Chronicles. Aiden Chronicles. Because his name's mage. Aiden. No, uh, the one game left is my the Episode One Racer. It's the last one I want. Right. I really want to get. Episode but, one racer, the last of the, the cartridges. The last of the cartridge of the of the race cartridge card 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 racing pod race pod podcast pod rate pod 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 podcast pod pod race. So broke TJ, we broke TJ. What cast? So cast, so cast, so cast. What do you uh <laughs> Sorry, I got broke for like five seconds. I got broke, did did. So Kaz at the door Jones, my good It's man. time for Kaz in game of the month, yo. When AAA game developers make crappy games, he will be here. 
When you do not feel like spending 80 of your hard-earned dollars on a video game, he will be here. Or when you just feel like playing a video game that defies the law of video games, he will be here. This is Cazador Jones Indie Video Game of the Month. Oh no, because I, I, really I was really excited for you to hear the, hear the, the spot that Brandon did for it. You still I, I do really it. Liked it. It's still yeah. gonna be put in there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just hyping it up even more. Yeah. You know how so, we do? Like, it's time for some shoutouts, and then yeah, you go, no, and then it goes, yeah. shoutouts initiated. Yeah, dum, no. dum, the only dum, reason dum. I paused and looked up was because that's what I do when I'm thinking of where the plugs are gonna go. Oh. Yes. That's why I do that. I, I leave that I, extra. I thought you were rolling your eyes at me because you were like, you know. Nah, man, not at all. Okay. No, but so throughout the last, you know, few months or so i've been finding that you have brought these really cool indie games to light yes that i i would have never heard of for damn sure and i'm sure well, that there are people that wouldn't have either that's all thanks to the nintendo switch because <laughs> they're all about their independent gaming and they really want to just like bring everything in and, and they really have like as, i talk about the switch like endlessly and like everything but like for the console what it is and the portability aspect of it and the fact that they're 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 for they're a gamer it's a gamer console. Yeah. It's not. It's and made it, for gamers. It's for gamers. And yeah, if you're a casual gamer, great. Have fun, whatever. We're still going to offer our family uh, and friends discount kind of thing over here. But for the main part is they bring any game in that they can get in. And there's a lot of like M-rated games. So like, I, that's the first thing that surprised me is when I'm playing a game and it's like got swearing in it. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a Nintendo <laughs> this is console. Nintendo. What's going on here? So yeah, for indie games, like I brought a lot of them. Like West of Loathing. That one's one we talked about. Uh, um, Kona which is a great one. And, and these games aren't like, they're not too heavy. They're just kind of fun. They're relaxing. Fun it's just a way. And, yeah. and, and there are some that I play that are a little bit more intense uh, for indie games. Like, you know, um, I guess Rocket League's not really independent anymore. I would say no. it's more of a bigger... But there's been, thing. if you go back on our episodes, there have been quite a few. And it, it happened yes. really naturally where like, it's like me with the cheap game challenge. Yes. It happened so naturally when I was like, I wanted to bring a couple new monthly segments on the show. We could mm -hmm. do like one episode, we focus on that segment. Yep. And, well not focus, but like the majority of the episode is about that segment. Even if it's the last half hour, whatever the fuck. And I was like, I brought this to you and I was like, yo, I have this idea Cash is in the game of the month. Mm -hmm. And it's taken a couple weeks to kind of get it into fruition. But I was like, the next time you have an indie game you want to talk about, let's do it. Yeah. And you have a game to talk about. Yes. Yeah, so I'm super excited to hear about this it. This one's been out for a while. Like, I've known about this game for a while. But, like, I never really understood what it was. And I never really took to it um, playing it. So, the first time I ever saw this game was I really got into indie games last summer when I played Firewatch, which is what I will talk about Firewatch at another time. Yes. Um, because you're going to, you have to get it. It's a really good game. You would, I know you'll enjoy is it. Is Firewatch the one where you are literally a, um, you're like a park ranger or something? You're a, you're a Firewatch person. Like and that's you're your job. You're in a tower and, and okay, it, it yes. takes place in the I've heard of it. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, um, you, you have to get it. It's on PS4, play through it. And then we can talk about, it, cause I know you'll love it. Like it's totally up your alley. And it, anyway, so I was playing that. And then after I played that game, I was like, I got like this, like, what would you call it? Like almost like a withdrawal from like that game. Like I was like, I need something similar to this. Like I need more of this. And so that's when my indie gaming kind of kicked off. And I looked and I was like, I need this game. I need this game. Like I bought so many indie games just to try and get that high back. Like of that feeling like, oh, this game meant so much to me. So one of the recommended games was this game that I'm going to talk about today. But I always blew it off because I was like, I don't know what it's about. They didn't have really good pictures for it. It didn't make sense to me. But anyways, cut to now. A year mm -hmm. later, I've been playing lots of indie games, blah, 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 whatever. And I go on the Switch uh, shop pretty much every weekend. That's when they update their uh, list of games. And games pop up all the time, but this is when they have their full list. So I go in and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm looking through. And then all of a sudden I see this game again. And I'm like, oh, what the heck? I've, like, uh, so I click on it. And I start and I look at the pictures of it. And the pictures actually look good. And it looks like an interesting concept. I'm like, I didn't realize what this game was about. So I purchase it. And oh my god, this game actually is amazing. It is the weirdest mind trip of a game I've ever played. I still haven't beaten it, but I don't know what's going on in it. And it's something that TJ will like, is it's a game that offers you multiple choices. Which I dig that shit. So when you go into a conversation with somebody, you get to choose how the conversation goes. You can either be a total asshole, you can be um, observant, or you can be like positive, nice, let's get through this, guys. Come on, let's go. So the game is called Oxenfree. Like I said, it's been out for a while now. Um, it's oxen free? oxen free. Okay. Yes. Um, 
and this game is it takes place on an island it's really weird and it's the character the main characters of the game are all um i don't know if they're high i guess they're high schoolers or they're kids anyways they're young young adults let's call them young adults and they're all and it starts off and you're just on a boat and you're going to this island and as you're on the boat you're just having a conversation so the main character crap i can't remember her name and i was just like playing it like the other day shoot i'm gonna try and think about this what is her name Anyways, okay, I guess names aren't important. Because um, if you really want to play the game, you're just going to play it based off of this. So you're, you're, you're this girl, you're a young girl, and you've, you have issues. You have issues with your family, right? And your parent, your, I think it's your mother just got remarried to this, your, your stepbrother's father, whatever, because okay. your stepbrother's there. So you have a stepbrother who is in your family now. And then the sister, uh, or the girl, the main character girl, her brother, like, died or committed suicide or something like that, or I can't remember exactly what it was. Something super dark happened. So it's very, it's a very dark setting already, right, when you start the game off. And then, you know, there's also, like, drug use happening and alcohol and all this other stuff. So they get to the island, and they're all talking, blah, 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 and you can steer the conversation however you want. Like, um, like for instance, like, there's, like, an underlying tone. Like, uh, there's two, like, well, you're on a boat with two male characters, right, when you start off, and you can mm-hmm. basically go either way. Like, you can flirt with one of them, and you, or you can flirt with your stepbrother, right? So... And it's just Which like, is, that, that's kind of fucked up. It is, but it's like, that's just the tone <laughs> the of the game. game. Yeah, the game yeah. is a, a mind fuck. So you get here and then you get to the beach and there's these other two girls and they're there and they're like, one of the girls is like um, the main character's uh, like rival and she's just like, oh, they hate each other. And then you find out why they hate each other later on because that girl used to date her brother who killed himself and blah, blah, blah. It's just very dark. So anyway, so it starts off and they go to the beach and the main character's best friend's there and he's just like oh yeah he's like let's go over to this cave where weird shit happens and stuff so they go over to this cave <laughs> and idea. one of the devices in the game that you get is a fm radio and so if you tune into the radio you can hear Different stuff. like uh like history about the island and how everything anyway so it's like oh yeah so he starts tuning your character starts tuning the radio and as he tunes as you're tuning the radio it gets kind of it starts turning red and as you get closer and closer to the station it starts like freaking doing weird shit in this cave. And then all of a sudden this little hole opens up in the cave and your stepbrother's like, oh, cool, let's go check it out. And you're like, no, 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 don't go in the uh, cave. Yeah, totally good idea. Have you seen any horror movies before? So you go in Are the you cave, an idiot? You go, <laughs> sorry, you go into the cave, with you follow after your brother, and it's just you and your stepbrother. And then you, you go in and it's just like all this weird stuff starts happening and you find this like freaking ancient wardrobe that's been there, but it looks like brand new. And then the character's like, what the fuck is going on? And it's just like, hey, why don't you turn on your radio again? And it starts to give you like this horror movie kind of vibe. And you turn on your radio and you start tuning it into these stations back and forth. And as you're tuning it in, you open up like this fucking gate, like a triangle gate. A freaking triangle yeah, gate. Yeah, it's this weird thing. And all of a sudden, it's just like you hear all these weird sounds. It's like, and then all of a sudden, it just goes, and then you wake up and everybody's completely dispersed throughout the map of this island. Really? You get, you get dispersed with your stepbrother and, you, and, and then it just gets fucking weird. You don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, it's just messed up. And it's all this big motherfucking... I still don't know what's going on. Like I said, I haven't beaten the game. But I know it's going to be something like of a crazy twist. So, like, you end up, like, going after to find your friends. Like, you, you get in contact with your friends and you're talking to all of them. And you're like, okay. And then you have to make a choice. Like, which friend you want to go save first. And then if you go save that friend first, it's going to affect the other friend. In a way that's kind of weird or whatever, right? So, you end up going. And then, like, the one cool thing that caught me is they're walking towards the friend... And you and your stepbrother are going and you're having this conversation about your life and everything. And it's nice. And it really gets in depth with the characters while you're playing the game. And nice scene. And, and uh, the kind of game is, it's, it's hard to describe the type of game this is. It's, it's just a walking game. It's a walking text game. It's, so there's um, no like, crazy like, combat. Mm-hmm. So you don't have it to worry exp- about that. It's explained on, online as a supernatural mystery, gra- mystery graphic adventure game. That's exactly what it is. And it's, it's kind of all, it's kind of a un- really unique concept. It is. And so my favorite part so far in the game, there's two favorite parts I'm just going to touch on um, before I drag this out. And I don't want to spoil the whole game for people. Of course, but, yeah. Um, but not our, that, our job, I mean, your the, job is to report on a couple and, basic things. I mean, this game has been out yeah. for a year, so it's not like it's new. Yeah, and for like, sure. People have played it if they've seen it. So anyways, um, so my favorite part is they go, they're going down this hill walking towards the one friend and as they're going down it all of a sudden uh they see this old campsite and a burnt out campfire and so they have this conversation like oh who would camp here it's so creepy blah 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 and then they keep walking and as they're walking all of a sudden time skips and they go back and they have like a deja vu moment and they don't realize they're having the deja vu moment 
And so they go through it again, but this time they go past it and the campfire's lit and the tent's okay. It's not as tattered as it was before. And they're like, what the hell's going on here? And then there's a soccer ball. And they're like, what the, where did the soccer ball come from? And so they, they go and they start kicking it and then whatever. And then they, it's, it gets all kind of like, it's weird. It's like this most fucked up thing you'll ever see. Like it just, it, it plays with your mind. And they keep doing a time skip. And every time they do the time skip, finally the main character, she starts to realize, she's like, wait a minute, we've already done this. Why the hell are we doing this again? But the stepbrother doesn't get it. He doesn't understand He's not clicking that in, yeah. but she's getting it. And then all of a sudden this, the most fucked up thing happens. She gets separated in the time skip from him. So she's alone in this time skip and she goes over to the lake and her reflections shining in the lake. But all of a sudden its eyes go red and it looks back at her and it just goes, make sure you tell your brother what he did wrong before he died. And then it just goes, Pew! and she gets back. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? So that's one instance where it just like gives me chills. Even thinking about it. like it actually, like I'm pretty sure that night when I went to sleep, I had a similar dream where I looked into a lake and I saw my eyes go red and I just like jumped up out of bed and I was like, what the fuck? This game's fucking with me. So the second part that really fucks you up. So that's on the way to your first friend and then all this other shit happens and it just gets creepier and creepier and creepier and you don't know what's going on anyway. So you go into this military barracks at one point to save your other friend. And as you go in, it's like a classroom and there's a chalkboard and on the chalkboard, there's a bunch of handprints in chalk. And so you're one of the characters makes a comment like, oh, hey, what do you think that is? And then you have an option to go. Satan. Like, you have an option to go. Oh, I bet it's like a demon or something. Yeah. And you say that, and then and then um every time you have to use your radio, you'll go into this area, and there's always like a red light, and that kind of indicates to you, okay, turn on your radio. This is an event. So I turn on my radio because in this classroom the light bulb's red, and I start tuning it, and all of a sudden, it goes like this, and your radio goes, hi there. Welcome to the military barracks training thing, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to play a game of Hangman? And then it starts using all these different voices to put sentences together, and it just gets creepy. And so then you have to answer questions, and if you and, and nothing happens if you lose. Nothing bad happens if you lose. But I think I don't even know if there's a way to win, to be honest. I'll have to play through the game, because there's multiple playthroughs, obviously, in a game where you have multiple choices. <laughs> so I lost. Like, I lost bad. Like, I didn't know any of the answers. But if you had been playing the game properly and, like, researching you it been and listening, out. Yeah, listening yeah. to the history in the game on the radio, you could know what was going on. So I, but every time I answered it wrong, it goes, wrong. Sorry there, matey. You're going to have to try again. And it's just like a fucking demonic it's shit. It's totally, that's fucked. And then as you're doing it, like, finally, he's drawing the hangman. Something's drawing this hangman. And then it's like, oh my God, like, like, this isn't how you play hangman. You're supposed to do one part at a time. You're putting like three parts on the hangman. And then finally the hangman's just full. And then your stepbrother gets fucking possessed. And it's just Shit. like, what the heck? And then, it's just, and then finally you get to talk to these demons. And they're talking to you. And then you get to ask them questions. It's like, what? Or whatever it is. It's like, what are you? Are you, are you the souls that drowned on this boat here in the island here? And it's just like, we are what we are. And it's just, and then all of a sudden in the window, you just like see these freaking, like this black shadowy figure with like, red eyes again and well and that's what's on the cover oh, these like big freaking, like, yeah yeah and it's freaking terrifying and then yeah you just like there's so much going on but like it's interesting it's and it's terrifying but it's good and it keeps the it keeps the player wanting more you want to the only downside to this game and this is my only issue with it is there's no running mechanic it is all walking uh, and that is where it takes away. They needed a running mechanic and I get it. It does take away from the game because there's a lot of conversation you miss. If you're just a very apt gamer who just knows, get in here, do the action done. You miss a lot of interesting conversation. So that's why they probably didn't include That's it. why they didn't put the running in, but it also hinders the gameplay when there is no conversation. Well, that is walking. the downside. So and here's one example is the first place you get teleported to in the game is a radio tower and it's huge and you have to climb up it. Holy shit. Most boring part. Like, I was like, when is this game? Where's the chase and how can we cut Where to? is the chase and how do and I And then the thing it? that kills me is I'm like, oh, I hope I never have to climb up this tower again. That's it. It's over. So you got to climb back You got to climb back up that tower. Shit. <laughs> so that kind of pisses me off a little bit. But that's the only downside to it. But if you're into slower paced games, you just want a casual gaming and you want an interesting mystery, definitely check it out. It's worth it. It's been out for a year or so, I'm pretty sure, mm -hmm. uh, if not longer. I know it was out last summer when I was uh you know playing it so um so what is like so there's no combat in it at all no combat so there's no. what exactly like like the so you have your radio that's kind of like almost like a puzzle one and yeah so your radio uh that one uh like instigates anything like a cutscene sort of uh like or whatever to progress the game you just use your radio um there's also 
like the conversations you can of have course, with people. Yeah. And that, that gives you three options. So you basically got your lawful, your neutral, your chaotic. So it, it plays by that rule, much like Bethesda does with Which Fallout. is really interesting. Like, And I, I always like to ask about um, replayability. Yes. And so for me, I mean, right, right away, there's obviously reasons to play through this game again. Yeah, yeah. So like for me, I'm just doing like a whatever kind of character. Like I'm not like mm-hmm. following it. But like next time I play through, I'm just going to be a total asshole. Like I'm just going to be like negative the whole time. And then, you know, like, but this one, I'm kind of just like, I'm all over the place. Like I'll be like, like, what would I be doing in that situation? So, like, my stepbrother's like, oh, my God, you know, my mom, when she died, I was, like, really sad. And I'll just be like, oh, man, I can sympathize with that. That sucks. But then, like, he'll turn around and be like, oh, yeah, so this girl's kind of cute. And he'll be like, you fucking pig or whatever, you know? Like, so, like, you can just do that, and it's kind of fun. And your character's very, like, you know, and, and it's still, and any conversation topic you choose, it still kind of just steers you in the way of developing your character the way you want it to, you know, in a sense. And it's, it's interesting, you know? And, uh, yeah, and there's some other cool things, like, when you enter new areas, like, so, the, um, your stepbrother's been take, takes pictures, right? He wants to take pictures of memories and stuff. Of course, yeah. And so there's this one time he takes a freaking picture, and then it, and then, um, when you enter a new area, it shows you the picture, like, in the loading screen. I literally shit my pants because I didn't realize it at first, so I had the game, and I was watching a TV show at the time, and I put the switch down, like, okay, okay, and I'm, I, and, I, and the loading screen takes a little while, so that's why I put it down, and I'm watching my show, and then... I look down and I see the picture, and it's a, uh, it's a picture they took of a reflection in the mirror because they think that her the character's reflection is like evil or something. It's got something to do with it because mm-hmm. she keeps talking to her reflection, and so he takes the picture. And this picture is funny because it's like kind of done like a selfie. So they're both they're both in it, and he mm-hmm. kind of he's he's got the camera and he takes it in the mirror, and I didn't realize it. And I'm like I'm like oh cool, and then all of a sudden. I see two red fucking eyes above her head and the shadow figure. And I just went, holy shit. And it scared the hell out of me. And I was just like, I did not see that. And like, I was just like, what the fuck is this game going to do to me psychologically? Like it's fucking with you, but it's so creepy. And you just don't know what these demons are yet. Like you, Oh, I can't wait to find out what they are. So I'm really excited. That's, that's super sweet. So Um, yeah, good game. Reasonably priced. How are the, uh, before, before we get like the, just end off with the value and everything. Yeah. How, how are the graphics and controls as far as like, I'm like, obviously I'm sure the controls are fairly smooth from what you've been saying. Yeah, controls are fine. No nothing, issues. Nothing serious. Um, but as far as the graphics, it looks like it's almost kind of like a, a cell, cell shaded. Yeah. It, I, it's one of those games where like, it's, it's very zoomed out on the characters. So you're not mm-hmm. zoomed in on them so much. Um, it kind of the, funny enough, it reminds me kind of like the Sims, the way that the Sims walk around. Okay. Because your character kind of controls the way people move. So if you're walking and you've got people following behind you, they'll follow you. But then the second you stop, they stop. And if you want to push someone out of the way, they kind of like get all awkward and everything. So kind of funny. Um, the controls are smooth though. There's no issues with it. I don't find there's some issue. There's some areas where you're kind of like, Oh, come on. Like, but for the most part, it's like I said, it's all just walking. You are just walking through the levels and you just kind of going through the motions, but it's a nice relaxing way of doing it while scaring the shit out of yourself pretty much with these <laughs> demonic figures. So yeah. That is pretty cool. Um, by the way, I, I just I like to Google things while he's talking about stuff. I'm not really too familiar with it, and I just found out that um, you can actually also get this game on Google Play Store. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. So that's kind of cool. But kind of to, to end off on it, um, it sounds like it's a sweet fucking game, and when you do beat yeah. it, you'll have to maybe uh, reasonably maybe, priced. Mm-hmm. Um, How much is it on the Switch? I think I paid maybe I want to say twelve bucks for it. Okay, so that's a, for the Switch. That's about sure obviously it's going to run a lot better on the Switch. It's going to look better on the Switch than it would obviously on phone. Yeah, and phone. it's like you know, in any game, like I always say, any game that you release on the Switch, its value already increases. Mm-hmm. So even if you got to pay a little bit more for it, just take then, that. Leap. Yeah, Nintendo's not going to dick anyone around. No, they're they, you know, and it's just yeah, like there's so many good games out there, and for the Switch. Um, most of the games I talk about, they are out on other consoles. I would tell you if it's exclusive to the Nintendo Switch, but for the most part, you can get these games. So if you own a PS4, you own an Xbox, you own a computer, these games, like Oxenfree is on there, you know? Um, so just check that out. It's reasonably priced. It's fun. It's worth the, t- it's worth the money and it's got at least three replay abilities to Oh, it for sure. For and that's, value. to me, when it comes to games, I mean, I'm the cheap gamer. That's my deal. You yeah. Know? So I like a lot of bang for your buck. And what's cool about with the indie games, is some people might say, well, your segments are kind of similar. Because at the end of the day, the indie games are cheaper and like, you know, but that being said, 
there's uh, to me it's a whole different ball game because yeah. a lot of the stuff I'm going to pick is going to be older games and yeah and you're looking for people purchasing cheaper games yeah. and I'm and and you're not these are games that you're not going to look out for right you're not going to go into, into the game store and just be like oh yeah I'm just going to do what Kaz does <laughs> oh okay oh I'll just spend twenty bucks on a game that I know nothing about and then you buy it and you're like well this game shit exactly and, and I'm that's not the do biggest that. disconnect with indie games right now is people are too afraid to buy it until someone else comes out and they Says, go hey this is good this is a good game go play it mm-hmm. and uh yeah so it's so it's, it's 12 it's so it's 12.99 on the switch uh, for those of you that. who are android phone users um it's 6.99 on, on the play store right now there you go and it's and really I'm, well I'm i bet you it's out on ios as well oh, i'm sure so it is. if it is and that's and and you know what it's, it's very playable on these uh, on like on the phone, I like. There's no reason it's not a playable game. I can I could tell you right now if you if you have a cell phone and you want to try it, that's it. It's a good one to try. For sure. So at the end of the day, does Oxen Free, uh, being featured as Kaz's indie game of the month, does it get the official Kazlo Jones seal of approval? I do not have a seal of approval. I have a stamp of approval. A stamp of approval. Excuse me. Yes. yes a yeah. Stamp of approval. Seals are uh, for seals. So. Or seal. Let you know. But on on I'll another note too, yes, it, it does get my stamp. Of, <laughs> it does get my stamp of approval. But something that I actually also just wanted to bring up with games and purchasing and prices and stuff is the way I look at it is, and this is a way I think most gamers should look at it from now on is game prices have gone up a lot in yeah, the past for sure. ten years. They just go boom, 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 and now we're paying like basically a hundred bucks for a game after we've just spent like 600 bucks on the console. So basically to own, once you own six games, you've just basically purchased another console. So the way I look at it is to justify it. It is. is. (laughs) The way that I look at to justify it is when you're purchasing a game, you got to be smart about it. Um, and the reason why I say it is, uh, being smart about a game is how many hours are you going to put into a game? And then how many hours does it take you to make the money in real life to purchase that game? To purchase that game. So for Mario Kart 8, I was really hesitant to buy it again because I'm like, I already own it for the, the Wii U. Why am I buying this again? But when I bought it again and I started playing it and I'm actually playing it on the Switch and everything, I've already logged like almost uh, 12 hours on it and I've only owned it for about three, four weeks. But I've logged 12 hours. That to me, I know how much I make. Okay, it's worth it. But if you buy a game and you only play it like, and it's like $80 and you only play it twice and you haven't put in a lot of hours in, you've wasted your money. So it's basically being smart listening to reviews, but also taking as much information as possible and then doing that math in your head. Am I going to play this game for more than... Usually, I would say about eight hours of work is equal to eight hours of a game. So if you're going to play that... Then that makes sense. Yeah. If you're going to play a game for like 30 or 40 plus hours, to me, that's a solid Yeah, it's value. worth the $80. If you're going to play a game for six hours and you pay $80 for it, that kind of sucks. Yeah, and, you know? yeah so, and it's the same thing. Like, So just your time is important and your value of a game and your time and time is money kind of thing, that whole saying. So that's what I was kind of thinking about the other day. I was like, you know, this is kind of where you need to go as a smart gamer. Mm-hmm. So if there's a game you really want, like, like if tomorrow TJ, like Elder Scrolls six comes out, are you going to go buy it? Well, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not going to think twice. I'm just going to go spend the money. on. Yeah, it. exactly. And like, now that you know how good God of war is like beforehand, would you have gone out and bought it? Of course. Would you go out and buy breath of the wild tomorrow? If you had a hankering for play? Absolutely. It? Yeah. See, these are the games that I'm I already, about. I've already know that they're going to be not good. Not that you but need to go buy it. Cause you can no. just be like, Hey Kaz, can I borrow your, 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 but yeah. But I mean, for me, it's like, that's why like, I like what we do with this podcast and what we do, because when we talk about games, you know, if, if your boys Kaz and hotter, hotter and Kaz, whatever the fuck, hash brown hotter, excuse me. If you want to know, okay, is this a good game? Is the game worth the money to buy? And is it going to be good? We're straight shooters. We're going to tell you like it is. If I say this game is worth your money to spend it on, I can assure you it is because I'm a cheapest fuck person. Oh, yeah. When it comes to games. I don't think I've like, bought a game in four years. The last game I bought was. The last, game, the last game he bought was the Dark Knight, like a copy of the Dark Knight DVD, and it was free. And it was for free. That's not even a game. Yeah, I know. And the next game I'm going to buy is going to be under $20. It has to be. That's just my, to me, like, that's just my thing. I'm like, okay, I have $20 I can spend this month on games. That's what I set aside for myself. You know? And I know, okay, if a new game's coming out, I want, then I'll set aside that $80 for myself or mm-hmm. whatever. That's where the cheap game challenge came in. But for you, with the indie game of the month thing, like I think that's super cool, and it's such a... It's just a cool concept, and I totally agree with what you're saying. That like, you know, you really need to be careful nowadays. With as much as we joke around and have fun on this podcast and like to be goofballs and stuff, at the end of the day, 
as gamers, we want to get a bang for, for our buck. And we want you guys, as fans of our, as motorized windblowers of our podcast, excuse me, we want our motorized windblowers to get the most bang for your buck and know that if you come to us and we recommend a game, you're going to enjoy it. Yep. You're going to appreciate it. And we it. have a council of people, too. It's yes. not just us. We have a council. Yes. The council of Kaz. If, if, yes. If the council of Kaz says, yo, you guys should talk about this game because it's really good, or hey, you guys should check this game out and review it on the show, we'll do that. So if you guys have a game you want to talk about, if you have an indie game that Kaz want, you want him to talk about, if you have a cheat game you want me to talk about, or just a game in general, let us know. Hit us up on all the social medias and all that fun stuff. we got two guys in a game on Facebook and Instagram, two guys, double A game on the Twitter Hit us up anytime on podbreednetwork.com forward slash two guys at a game. You can follow Kaz on Twitter under the Tangent King. You can also follow me under TJ underscore Hotter if you want. I'm not sure what you want to tell you, but you know, that's what it is. And hit us up anytime on the email at two guys in a game podcast at gmail.com. We love to talk to you guys. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Auction Free or hear your thoughts on the Thesla thing or anything at all. You know, we love to talk about that. And actually, I do have something interesting that I want to talk about actually next week with you Cass from a listener of our show and you're gonna it's basically he had an idea for a game that I've never heard of okay and it's it's interesting and then also there's a game that I believe we're gonna talk about next week I'm not sure we'll see what happens but uh, I would like to talk about because it's a game that I've mentioned on the show before and I've never done a full review for okay and I finally like fully beat it mm. so I'd like to do a review on it it's an older game but uh, we'll see what happens next week maybe we, maybe we won't but uh, definitely look forward to that guys it's basically this game that this guy had, it's basically, it's a survival game set in, at the heart of World War II, but it's not at all what you think it's going to be. And it's, it's, he was telling me about it last night, and it is, at first I was kind of just throwing it off, I was like, ah, whatever, but then he started talking about it more, and I was like, I'd play the fuck out of that game. So I would take that we'll, game out to dinner. I would buy it a fancy dinner, and then I'd take it back to my hotel room, and then I would play the fuck out of that game. I would play the fuck out of it. I would give that game a helicopter ride around Manhattan, and then once it comes back, I would take it out on a boat ride, and then I would take it back to my hotel room and play the fuck out of that game. I would take it out for a nice steak dinner, and I'd take it out for some ice cream after for some reason, because why not? I'd go and take it down to the port. And I'd, I'd watch a sunset with it, and I'd take it back to my room, and I'd play the fuck out of it. <laughs> I'm just trying to, so, This has just come out of nowhere, so it's so good. This is, like, this is great. Oh. I would take the game, and I'd take it out to Pizza Hut, because it likes Pizza Hut, and it's not fancy. And it's unlimited salad bar. And, of course. And it loves the unlimited salad bar. Of course. And then I would take it to the movies, and we would watch movies, and it would be Ready Player One, the movie about video games, so it could watch it and enjoy it, because it's in the movie. And then... While we're in the movie theater, I, I wouldn't even wait till we get home. I While would pull out my console, theater, and I would shove the, the game into my console, like, play, the, play fuck the fuck out of it. Wow, this is oddly sexual. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> so... That one's also sexual. Anyway, I believe it is now time for us up. Shoutouts! Shoutouts initiating! Don't... <laughs> Gaza's dead. Gaza's dead. Gaza's dead again. So, any, any shout today, Casual Jones? I would like to shout out. I would like to make a very personal shout out here to Mr. The Prince, aka Nathaniel. The Prince. The Prince, who has been on our on show. show. And I just wanted to Prince, um, shout out his accomplishment, which he shared with me the other day, which I was just like, no way, mate. You did not just say that to me and not tell me about that. So, the other day, I'm. Mm, just, you know, whatever. La 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 la, me and Nathaniel talking. And we're just talking about games. And all of a sudden he goes, Yeah, so, yeah, the other day I got the, the platinum on Monster Hunter. And I just look at him and go, I saw that actually. Dude. I completely forgot about that. Dude! And he's just like, Yeah, I'm like, Why didn't you tell me? He's just like, He's like, Yeah, I finally got it. I finally got it. I'm like, Mother Trucker. So, congratulations to him. Shout out to him. He's a fucking crazy ass mofo and he knows that and for the fact that he platinums things and he's a trophy hunter i mean like dude like mad props mad props good for you i'm I'm proud of you that's like in the gaming community that's pretty crazy i mean i used to be an achievement hunter and so the fact that you like you do that stuff that's crazy like i lost my motivation to be an achievement hunter long ago i did too i i i was but yeah no that's awesome so shout out to the prince that is king because that's awesome that's freaking sweet man shout out to that Uh, we, of course, want to give a shout-out to all of our buddies out there in the podcast world. Drinks with Larry, who just had an awesome episode with Buff Bagwell last week, which was uh, really, really cool. Uh, I was glad had, had a great time with it. Uh, shout-out to Josh from Still Loading Podcast. Always a great dude. Always love to chat with him. Shout-out to the Bearded Geeks. They got a real nice pair down under. 
I'm never going to stop doing that and joke, guys. they're searching I for a righteous cause. And they're searching for a righteous cause. Their name is Bearded Geeks. None of them actually have beards. No, they actually joking. do. Well, no. I know. That's why I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just doing the Mad Max thing. They don't actually have beards. And they're not actually Australian. Out here in the wasteland, it's kill or be killed. <laughs> Of course, I want to give a shout out to our buddies over at No Geeks Allowed podcast. Um, we we were a bit off on the timing of our episodes, so we don't have any new War of the Lava updates this week. But next week, we should have an update for you. And uh, of course, I want to give a shout out to the uh, D Pad XP podcast, great podcast that have been very supportive of us. And of course, I want to give a shout out to the entire Podbeard Network. You guys should check them out, podbeardnetwork.com. A lot of great content. And uh, also, uh, I'm saying that one of the streamers, or YouTubers, excuse me, that was on Podbeard Network that has kind of gone on a bit of a hiatus will hopefully be coming back soon. I'm not going to say anything else yet. I'm very I'm not going to name that. any names. I'm not going to... There's only one. pickle into that if, hole. If you, if you guys are regular listeners of the show, you know who I'm talking about. But uh, I'm really excited about that. So, could be fun. But anyway, I believe, with that, that uh, I'm going to go eat some hash browns. Because, uh, yeah, hash browns are key. Eating hash browns, eating up some hash browns. And actually, no, actually, after this, we're, I'm going to edit this show and throw it up because I, I completely forgot to mention the fact that this episode is basically live because we're doing it today and today is the day goes on. I'm taking hash browns and I'm eating up some hash browns. Eating hash browns, eating, eating hash browns, eating hash browns in North Bay. Well, I've been Cotter and I have been. Cat, cat, Kaz, Cash ca- Brown, Cash Brown, and I've been Cash Brown, and this has been two guys in a game. Bye, everybody. Bam, 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 bam.